Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing this evening? I hope everybody's having a good day today. We'll wait for people to come in. I hope my intro worked this time. Last time my intro didn't work or my ending didn't work. Liana, did my entrance of my intro work? Waiting for people to come in. Tammy, did my intro work this time on uh, Facebook and YouTube? Can you hear me okay? Can you see me okay? Then we're ready to go. Alrighty. Thank you, Liana. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. We'll wait for some more people to come in. I always get on just a little early for some reason. When I'm ready, I just go. Hope everybody had a good uh, week so far. No, Tammy. Oh, boy. Well, I must have technical difficulties with that intro then. Liana says, yes, you say no. I don't know. I give up. Okay, we want to give out our uh, shout-outs to our supporters of me and my channel on the YouTube side, and also they help out on the Facebook side. We got the Elizabeth. We got Michelle, Annette. Jazdia, we got Wayne, we got Starlene, and we got our Grand Master, Renee Tunnel. And also a big thank you to Judy and Barbara Perry for their constant support to keep the channel running. Hi, John. Hi, Phyllis. Tammy. Hello, Anthony in Long Island. What a nice day today up here. On the east end today. A little sunny. Tomorrow, I guess we're getting a warm spell. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that, guys. I hope you've seen my uh, previous posts in the group. I posted a lot of things going on. Hi, Carlene from Florida. Let's go, John says. Let's go, buddy. Hello, Ben. And, um... I guess tonight's going to be all about that cane top or wax stamp. I hope tonight they uh, show us what's that's going on. Hi, Travis. Good morning. Good morning, Travis. You're up, John. Great. 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 We also have a... Uh, phone-in guest. You don't have video capabilities. His name is Gatton Bergion. Uh, he wrote a book of, uh, it's called Mystery Solved Oak Island. 
and we're going to give him some respect and just listen to his ideas of his theories about uh, what Nolan Cross gives and what he thinks the swamp is about way before the 1600th, the 16th century. Hi, Carol from California. Hello, Amy from PA. What's happening out there? We're getting hyped for tonight. Like I said, it's all about that gold stamp, wax stamp, whatever the heck they found in Sam Ball's property. Johnson, Wisconsin. Okay. Hi, everybody on the YouTube side. Hart from Toronto, Canada. Now, did you guys see my intro or not? Tammy said no. One person said yes. Did my intro play? Because I won't see it until this whole this live stream is over. So I just wanted to know if I have to contact B Live Streaming Service if that little intro didn't play in the beginning. Yup, Phyllis, we can't wait. I can't wait. I like when they show some uh, kind of shiny things. Jim Serta. Hello, Faye. How you been, Faye? Hope everything's good with you. Jim, dating, carbon dating wood. They have carbon dated on the wood of the 1690s. That's how old the wood is? Yes. If so, someone could have used trees that are 200 years old. So and somebody in 1890, you correct. Like I've said many times before, Carly, you came in at four minutes. Huh. Hi, Dan from Quebec. Facebook was good. All right, thank you. Um, What was I saying? Yeah, carbon date in the wood or dendro. That's like here in 2021. I've said it before to my people here, my members. If I found 200-year-old oak trees here and I cut them down and made them out of lumber, and I built a house here in 2021. Does that mean the house is 200 years old? No, but don't forget, they got to look for what type of hardware, what type of nails, what kind of construction was done at the time period. Everything has to fit in to that time period. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, YouTube always comes in. On the delay. So we'll see. I'll have to check that out. Um, like I said, we have a guest. He'll be calling in a little after 7. And then just make sure you can hear him from Quebec. And then he'll do his thing. I want to thank uh, Downtown Brown for those airplane photo shots that he took Sunday. Weren't those photos uh, fantastic? I love them photos. Nice and clear. Showing the island, not much snow. But don't forget, we got all of March yet. We usually get buried in March, maybe two more storms. And uh, to the uh, Quest members, I mean, uh, April's coming up pretty quick. So, you know, they get pretty busy starting in April. So whoever we get on for a live uh, guest appearance, it's going to be very minimal uh, during the season, but you never know what can happen. You know what I mean, guys? You try to get them now on before March. If they don't come on now before March, very hard to get them during the season when they're filming. 
Hello, Annette. And Jim, did you get my, uh, did you hear me on that answer about the wood? I froze. Where am I freezing, Tammy? Hello, Jenny. Hello, Virginia. Great to have you here on YouTube. Great to have you guys. Tammy, you're driving me crazy. Hi, Valerie. Yeah, I'm excited for tonight. I'm excited for tonight. So you know what I mean, Jim, right? You just don't cut down old trees and have an old building. There's a lot of factors, a lot of reference points that uh, points to that dating. Hello, Kathy. How are you? I hope everybody's doing real good. I feel good today. And, um, Tammy, you know, I hate this technical stuff. Yup, Valerie. Better every day, as long as there's no shoveling involved. I love it. And don't forget also, we also know, hi, Maureen, how are you? How are you? That um, the French were around the Oak Island area in 1713. So you got to put those dates together too. And all our dates of craziness, around 1713, the French, French were there. In 1720, they started building the fort at Lusenburg. And in 1740, they finished the fort up there. So there was a lot of people up in that area, you know, soldiers, British, I mean, French. Hi, Robert from Florida. Hi, Kathy from Long Island. Everybody's piling in now. All righty. Yep. Let me see if I can find a picture. I put up another picture of uh, that cane knob. I think sometimes the show and the editors glisten it up and put all gold on it, I think. I don't know. Guys, what do you think? I'm going to put this photo up. Are you ready? There it is. Yep, Jim. Yep. Yep. Now, here's a new picture of that, whatever it is, wax seal stamp or whatever it is. And, uh, I got a new alignment here to make me a little bit smaller and the picture bigger. Let's try that. Okay, guys. Virginia, was that on Facebook or YouTube? I think YouTube had a delay with the intro. There I am in a smaller picture. There we go. Hi, Travis. How are you? Liana, what do you think of this picture here? Does it look more of a crown? I don't think so. Hi, Kathy. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Does it look more like a crown with roses on top or one rose? Well, this is what we're going to find out tonight. This is what we got to find out tonight. I finally figured out how to make my picture smaller in the corner so you guys see the bigger picture in the uh, main picture. 
Hi, Ruth. How are you on the YouTube side? If the investigator, whether they use pine tar in buildings in Luxembourg? No, nah, I haven't heard a thing on that, Ruth. That'll be coming. Hello, Hope. How are you? And that, I think it was part of a family crest. Yep, like a military, <clears throat> excuse me, a military family crest for Sam Ball. That's what I'm going with. That's what I'm going. Hi, Beth from South Carolina. Hope everything is okay down there. I'm Marty, I hope not. I hope not. But this is the big spiel for tonight, is this uh, find on Sam Ball uh, a lot there. And then we'll talk about more of the show after uh, Gaetan, the author of Mystery Solved on Oak Island, gives us a speech, see what he has to say, and listen to his new ideas. Hi, Russ Louisville in the house. Thanks for coming in, Russ. Yeah, Anthony, doesn't it look like a stamp, a wax seal stamp for sealing official documents? That's what I'm going towards. That's what I'm going towards. You know? That's what everybody's looking for. Not a cane top or part of anything else, but a wax seal. Yeah. Yeah, Kathy, I think the same thing. I think the same thing. What else could it be? Well, they'll always surprise us. You know what I mean? They'll always surprise us. You know, of course, they found that wood in that new shaft, like we discussed, 88 feet down. Maybe the treasure's higher up. Maybe the vault's higher up than the 170 feet that they went down in C1. Could be, could be. Beth Green, vault's wax seal. Freddie Wagner from Louisiana. Hello, you're in the house. Hello, Darlene. How are you? Glad to see you guys in the house tonight. Everybody's hyped up for a Tuesday night. My quick quest 30, quest of Oak Island. Facebook page. And my YouTubers on the YouTube side. We did good. We got about 40 subscribers Sunday. So we'll try to get another 40 this coming Sunday, trying to get that subscribe channel on YouTube. Got a couple of new uh, soldiers that, uh, Templar soldiers that joined my paid channel. And um, that's only 75 cents a week. So they're helping me in some way with the support. And just take a look at it. Hi, Darlene V. And Don says, a stopper in my powder bag. No idea, Terry. No idea. No problem, Judy. I got you. I mean, Tammy. Sometimes connections and tech issues is all crazy. Tell her, don't worry about it. Tell her, don't worry about it. Annette, what maritime captains use seals on their documents? Not sure. I haven't looked into uh, document seals. I should have. You guys are on the ball. And Virginia says, no sound. 
just a static picture on YouTube for my intro. I don't know what's going on with that. I might have to re-download it, I guess. I don't know. But that sounds good, and that I like that idea. Maritime captains using seals on their documents. Yeah, I like that idea, big time. Real big. Real big. Real big. I like it. So that's the big thing for tonight. So be on the lookout for that. Phyllis, does it have residue on it? I They didn't say anything like that on the preview. I'm pretty sure once they put it into the research center to clean it up uh, tonight, uh, they'll let us know the details on there. Hello, Jake Roberts is in the house. Hello, my friend. Getting ready for that 60-degree weather tomorrow. Yup, Faye. Everybody's going towards the seal on documents. That's what we're going for. That's what we're going for, Faye. I love it. Probably, Tammy. I don't know if you searched uh, Sam Ball and uh, Family uh, Crest, but I don't know if that'll show up. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Let's see here. Don Pickman says, too small. Well, hello, Richard. How are you, Richard? Yep. You mean we're getting a warm-up tomorrow. That means we'll have two blizzards by April 1st. That's how it goes here. Yep, Jake, we know it. Get ready. <laughs> Don't keep the snow blower yet. Judy is in the house. Not sure, Adam, what it is. We'll find out tonight the details on that. We'll find out the details. You guys curious about this uh, author that has the uh, book out, Mystery Solved, Oak Island, this Gaten Burjan? Are you guys interested in this guy? You know I like to have different people on here. <laughs> Tammy, what's a snowblower? You know I like to have different people on here. You know, I give my group, people here, and researchers, an outlet. And I like different sort of off-base uh, theories. So that's what grabbed me here, even though I don't know him. I talked to him a little bit this afternoon to make sure everything was working on the telephone. He has no video capabilities. And, uh, you know, I like different things. I like different ideas. And our group gives these guys respect no matter what the heck they're saying. Might scratch your head, might not. Maybe let us think a little bit more. But I like different ideas, especially what he said about the swamp. 
and especially what he said about Nolan's cross way before the 16th century, what it was used for. So I like his ideas, and I hope you guys too. You know, it's something different, and that's what I like. All righty. Let's see if we can get him in here. Hope no technical difficulties, guys. Challenge our thoughts, Kathy says. Keep an open mind. Yup, yup, and that. That's what we need here. Right. Here we go. Calling from Quebec. Hello, Gaetan, you're on live. Yes, how are you, John? Very good, Gaetan. How you doing? Everybody's hyped up, uh, waiting, for okay. you, waiting for you to say something. So if you want to say hello and just introduce yourself first, um, go ahead. Gaetan. Yes, yes. Yes, uh, my name is uh, Gaetan Bergeron. Uh, and um, thanks, uh, John, for having me on your show. I, I hear a background. Are, we, are you hearing me okay? I hear you okay. You're loud and clear. Is everybody okay? You, you gotta, don't forget, we got to have a little delay here, so you have to pause a little bit and then talk. Okay. Okay. And uh, thank you again, uh, John, for giving me uh, this uh, opportunity to share some information about my book. I just love that kind of stuff, Gaetan, and that's why uh, you're on. And can everybody mm -hmm. and can everybody in chat on Facebook and YouTube hear him? Okay. Judy, oh, good, good. Judy says yes. And, um, okay. And as I'm uh, going on here, if uh, there's ever a point where uh, I'm not clear or it's not understood, just uh, stop me and. Uh, I'll explain a little bit more and try to make it clear. Yeah, can you can you speak? Uh, your phone seems a little on the muffled side. Maybe Is it, can you get a clear a clearer voice or anything like that? I'm here. Okay, um, I'm going to start now. For me, uh, the adventure my adventure started when uh, I was in uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia. It was. Um, on August 2006, like uh, 15 years ago, I was at the uh, Delta Hotel at the time. It's at the store where I bought a book written by uh, William S. Kruger. It was titled Oak Island Gold. Okay, let me uh, bring your book up, uh, Gayan. Okay. Let me put your book up. Okay, now I just put your book cover on the uh, right. on the site where it shows Nolan's cross and the stars on the bottom of the picture. Go ahead, Gaetan. Okay. Uh, Nolan's cross 
was the part of the book that got my attention. Fred Nolan, it's, it's, they say in the, in the book that Fred Nolan, as a surveyor by profession, on his property, he discovered large stones, 10 tons each, placed in the shape of a cross. And um, according to Fred Nolan, there was individuals who placed the stones at specific locations. And they would have used measurements in feet and inches with military precision. Well, I got to tell you, this coming from a surveyor made me very, very curious. Precision measurements are part of my everyday life as a construction worker and an architectural technologist. And um, I found that the secret lies in the arrangement of the stones and the measurements between them. So here's it goes. This is how it got interesting. I, I got to use this technique called gematria. What's and a, this is where I was in. What's that? What is that uh, technique, uh, Gitan? It's called gematria. And I will explain it as I go. Okay, go ahead. Okay. And this, this is the, the code. This is the key. Uh, that uh, unlocked uh, the, the Nolan's cross. So I was able to decode Nolan, Nolan's cross. Every dimension on the cross has, has a biblical number. So by the mystical technique of gematria, it's numbers that can be expressed by letters of the alphabet. So to explain it a little better, I, I got something I got uh, out of uh, under other books. It goes like this. Since ancient time, men have south to enter by encryption the secret of their exchange. One of their encryptions, the secret of, uh, wait a sec, one of their method was to rely on the use of encrypted alphabet. And the Hebrew and the Arabic alphabet are adapted to this practice. And so the Greek of the New Testament. So uh, here, what am I going? The, um, back to the table of gematria. This is something that uh, replaces a letter of a word by a number. So that table has three rows. The first row from one to nine, it goes A, B, C, D, and A is one, B is two, C is three, and it goes on like this. The second row are of tens. It goes from 10 to 90. Then the next row contains the hundreds. So you have 100, 200, but S, is 100, and T is 200. So now I'm going to apply this way of doing to Nolan's cross and its dimensions. So I don't know if you all remember, but uh, the arms of the cross, the measurements are 360 feet. So this, when I apply the word saint, to the length 360, an S is 100, 
N is one, and I is nine, N is 50, T is 200, and I add those up and I get 360. Now I'm just gonna do a few of these measurements on the cross to show you how it all came together. Okay. Okay, so uh, the next measure is 145 feet that's at the top of the uh, cross. And um, I've applied the name Mary to 145. And here goes, uh, wait a sec, it goes Mary is M for 40, A is 1, R is 90, I is a 9, and E is 5. So again, when I add all of those together, I get 145. Hmm. And here's the next one that's, uh, I found another one that gives me 145. And it's Madeleine, Mary Magdalene. That's what we have. So I add Madeleine and I get 145. So Mary Madeleine is the only woman mentioned in the four gospels. She's present at the death of Christ and at his resurrection. Her position on the cross is not that strange. So she is the first witness to the resurrection of Christ. So now, where is Christ? This is, we got to find who he is or where he is, I should say. So I've decided to draw a square, which I call Mary Magdalene Square. And to find its diagonal, I first I add the 145 plus 145 for Mary and Magdalene, and I get 290. 290 squared, I'm going to use the Pythagorean theorem. 290 squared plus 290 squared gives me 410.12. And wouldn't you believe it, 410 gives me Christ when I apply gematria. So needless to say, all of a sudden I have a cross that's uh, speaking to me. And uh, as I went along, which I will not calculate all of them or tell you, I'll just mention the other names that came too. One of them was Saint-Jean, the other was Apote and Baptiste and Judas. All these numbers on the cross gave me those names. Yeah. So what it all comes down to is that the religious people, they created a symbolic plan of a cathedral on Oak Island. They encrypted, yeah? Would it be towards the side of the earliest Templars? You're saying religious people. Now... Yes, yes. Yes, um, actually, when you have a cathedral, you have, um, a, I mean, a Freemasons that uh, right. will, would be the builders. But they have learned from, from the Templars, and they have learned, like, uh, so I, I'm saying, yes, they're, they're very much involved because uh, Baptiste or Baptiste and Mary Magdalene was their patron saint. Right, but what year? So, are you, what year are you saying, Gaetan? The stuff? Did you, did you have a year that these things were sort of put that in were place? put on there? Yeah. You mean when the cross was put on, or, or the rocks were put in place? Yeah. Yeah, fifteen fifty-seven. Fifteen fifty-seven, Jake. You hear that? 
Jake is into this. Yeah. All this stuff. Jake Roberts, a uh, very good uh, okay. guy in all this uh, stuff that's going on, the deciphers and everything. And, mm -hmm. all right, and the, the, the way I, I come to that number is because I, I've got in history books a few uh, places where it confirms the, the date makes sense. 1557, Nolan's Cross, and your estimation, yeah. and your estimation was done in 1557. Yes. Oh, my Lord. Guys and members, how do you like this so far? Ain't this so interesting? It's just crazy. And Gaetan, he he uh, sent me a message on regular, our Facebook group. And I just said, you know yeah. what? I says, you know what? You're coming on with me Tuesday. Right, Gaetan? <laughs> right? Yeah, I couldn't have, uh, none of this was planned. It just happened. And it's pretty and, sharp. And But this is the way I like to do things. This is like a, how I want to give out the shock treatment. I love this new mm -hmm. stuff. I just love it. I mean, you got, you guys got to pick up his book. Um, it sounds very interesting. And, uh, okay, go ahead. I just had to put that in there. We're very intuitive. We're no, no, that's nice. That's why it gives me a chance to take a breather here. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> With all these numbers. Yep, a lot of people uh, have that. And I know it's a lot of numbers and a lot of things get maybe sometimes to the, to the confusing stage. That's why mm -hmm. That's why I asked if you had any kind of uh, a video so we can show some numbers. But I don't show a lot of numbers, Gaetan, because just, it just gets too confusing. And it's better for you. Just to pick some, yeah. just for you to pick out some numbers, explain some numbers, and then they'll have to buy your book or research your book to get the whole. Yeah, thing. Oh, it's full of math. It's full of geometry. Uh, actually, for sure, as an architectural technologist, this is what uh, got my attention. And uh, I just, uh, for many years, it was a nice hobby for me to uh, draw lines and trying to figure out what it what it is. Yep. So I couldn't believe it. That's why I had to write a book. I never thought I'd, um, you know, I publish at all. But this made too much sense. Right, and I love. You know, it's a universal language, and uh, it's a lead. I hope uh, some historians or many other people will pick on it, pick up on it, and uh, we take it from there. Right, because I never, I never heard of you. You know, that's why I'm, mm. I'm learning about you right now, right here. Just like, mm -hmm. just like my 71,950 members are learning, <laughs> you know, they're learning from yeah. you now as you speak. Yeah. This is what I love. Yeah, that's, uh, so what, what it all comes down to, like I mentioned before, it's uh, religious people. They created a symbolic plan of a cathedral on Oak Island. So they encrypted a, a squares, triangles, a rectangle and a circle. And they used a technique of numbers and letters to convey their beliefs. So the next step uh, it was to connect the dots and uh, to get to a point where what I call is a builder's cross. And on that cross is, is, the, um, is the circle, is the squares and everything. What happens when you build a home or a house or anything? You put pickets before you excavate. Right. And that's what the stones are. They were put there for reference, uh, let's say, to take measurements from. 
to were to to build a cathedral to lay out oh so this is to put within the what's that this is to put a, a cathedral on oak island yes okay yeah go ahead yeah they were in uh in those times you were in a religious wor- world yeah and um they had just uh the era of uh, building cathedral in europe was uh, was over but uh, you still had people that had the means or the uh, knowledge to build cathedral, and they wanted to put this knowledge uh, so it wouldn't be lost. Okay, I got a question for you. Yeah. I mean, I I got a background in civil engineering, civil technology. Yes. If, yeah. I'm, if I'm going to pick an island to build, some, yeah. to build something, number one, before I build something and before I put stones down, for a direction to yeah. build something, I look for materials. Now in fifteen, yeah, I, now in fifteen fifty-seven, there's no causeway. That's all they got is trees, and maybe blue clay on Oak Island. How? Yeah. How in the world are they going to build? It has to be stone. I mean, it has to be uh, made out of wood and stuff. So in my mind, I go to Oak Island. That would be the worst place to build something unless it was made out of, <laughs> you know, unless it was made out of stone. So go ahead, explain that to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. First thing, uh, you need about 4,000 trees to build a cathedral. 2,500 of them is uh, is in the roof. So we have the lumber, I'm pretty sure, all around there. I don't know in those days how much oak was the, on the island. 4,000 trees? Then, yes. Okay. I love this information, yeah. guys. For scaffolding, what's that? I'm telling my members, I love this information. You're blowing me away here. Yeah, so we got the trees, and for sure, um, as far as uh, rocks, or I should say stone, uh, to do the stonework, um, I'm, I'm not familiar with what's around there, but you'd have to uh, find a quarry, that's for sure. All righty, go you ahead. You know, and yeah, yeah. so um, all I see there, I don't know, in Europe you have St. Michael that's sort of sitting on an island. And I can imagine way back, uh, the sea level was down probably uh, six feet or two meters. Right. And uh, there was more land right. around. And the, the, the access to the um, mainland was probably uh, easier. Right. Of course, uh, Oak Island, it was, uh, you know, six feet lower uh, also with the low tide and the tide coming in and out. But also, mm-hmm. but also, um, no, I just lost my train of thought with the sea level. Okay. Um, oh, we see many historic pictures of an island in the middle of nowhere with a castle on yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, there's yeah, a, that's that's what I, I mean, that's probably what they, they were thinking. They want a replica. Okay. I hear you. I'm following you. And, oh, that's okay. And at the same time, I mean, it, it's a way uh, to leave... Uh, a book on, on an island. I mean, they didn't write it down, the plans. Uh, it was all done on the ground sort of thing. Okay, go ahead. So, so uh, the plan of the, the, the cathedral, what I've found, resembled very much uh, the Clooney uh, Cathedral. And Clooney is, uh, is a is a beautiful little town. It's located in the Massanet region of one of the largest uh, Bourgogne vineyards. 
Pluni is also an Abbey uh, monastic empire who had uh, a hand on all of the Christianity with uh, 10,000 monks and 1,500 abbots. Oh, my. So they were pretty uh, important in those days. Little. You know, and uh, Cluny III was the largest church in France until the construction of St. Peter's uh, in Rome right. five centuries uh, later. But uh, also, so, wh why, do, why is everybody through history and through you guys and authors and terrorists and everybody else, why the yeah. heck, why the heck in God's name do everybody pick Oak Island? Of all the islands all over the place, I can't get an answer. Why Oak Island? Go ahead. Okay. Well, it had to do with Nolan's Cross. That's where it all began for me. Right. And then, you know, all of a sudden I get these uh, Bible names on, on the cross. And then to me, all of a sudden, uh, you had the Acadians there uh, in 1604 and before. And they're so religious. I mean, that's what it's all about. And then you have the Protestant. The history is all about that. Yep. So when they, 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 the Acadians first came there, they... They, uh, that's something I'll get on to later on. I'll finish up with uh, what I was uh, saying. Okay, go ahead. All yours. So uh, there's something uh, that I got out of a magazine that would uh, put some, um, how would I say, make uh, what I'm saying authentic. Why would people from Clooney end up on Oak Island? Now, what's the name of that town, Cluey? Oh. It's called Cluny. It's close to uh, Switzerland and uh, Germany, the border. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so I went to uh, the Canadian archives, and I, uh, and, um, I looked up a newspaper. It's, it's a Halifax Herald newspaper. It's Tuesday. It says on there, Tuesday, September 16, 1947. So in there, they talk about um, uh, Captain Cook in 754 brought from Europe immigrants from Switzerland, Germany, and also Protestant Frenchmen from Montbéliard to Nova Scotia. Yeah, Captain, so, Cook, Captain Cook in what year did you say? 1754. 1754. Okay, I'm jotting all these little things down. Thank you. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what I see there is there's a route to Par La Rochelle and from there to Nova Scotia. Mm -hmm. It's a straight line right across France from Trigny and Montbéliard, uh, which I didn't mention. Montbéliard is very close to Cluny. It's uh, their, their neighbors. So they seem to be immigrants that from that area ended up in, on Nova Scotia. Mm -hmm. Nova Scotia. So again, this knowledge with the mon monastery, the monks, the abbey would travel with everybody that comes from there to Oak Island. So this is this is my thinking. Okay. And uh, just in 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 my book, I give my views, my theory on the coconut fiber, the money pit, the swamp. And I have some information that I bring 
about crop circles, Nazca lines, energy grid, magical square, and I tell a story about St. John Miraculous Fishing uh, and its number 153. So that's that's what uh, is in my book. I mean, uh, I did talk about the numbers and I just mentioned a few and it's amazing how everything comes together when when you you add the the the, the numbers of the uh, the cross. So that's why you need the book because uh, it took me uh, many many years to put that together. How many years? So I firmly have? believe. What's that? How many years uh, did it take you researching before the book? Well, came? on and off as a hobby, I've been at this for fourteen years. But there's some years I didn't do too much. So it's hard for me to say. I just had a good time uh, learning things and uh, jumping around the living room when I come across uh, the gematria and found on these uh, biblical name and so on. So I I was dreaming at night and so on. So it's been a good uh, long haul and a good haul. But uh... So I, I firmly believe that the discovery uh, that came before me uh, is, uh, I don't know how, how it happened. I just hope it it will raise other questions about the origin of a, such a uh, treasure. I know, but uh, Gaetan, you got to give us a, just a little, there's people here already saying they want your book already. So that that's a good sign. <laughs> that's, good. that's a good sign, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, For sure. For can, sure. You, can you give us a little snippet? I've been arguing, not arguing, been going back and forth. Of course, they've been in the swamp all season here. About the sto- yes. about the stone paveways. Now, I thought it was a foundation. Some people says it's a dam. Some people say it's a pathway. Can you give us a little insight? Not telling at all because they got to buy your book to yeah. find out. Can you ex- yeah, yeah, ex- yeah. explain a little bit about all these rocks? It's not ballast from ships and what year you're talking about. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Okay. There's a phrase or something I came across that... Um, got me thinking there it's a marsh so the interior of the marsh is um is evacuated by a canal with a bottom a stone bottom so we're talking about a canal a marsh and a stone bottom in the order to leave a free course for the water in the field to flow freely to the sea in which the aim is to preserve the bottom of the marsh and to prevent the water from undermining it. So what I'm talking about here is a um, a marsh where you you're gonna cultivate. The marsh must be drained and then desalted to become a very fertile land. Right. So the it's the Acadians that would the that were at the knowledge to do that, the engineering to do that. And the uh, the dam, like where the road is now, they would put a uh, dam system It could have there. been a dike there, yes, or further out. Well, yeah, because it's been six feet difference of, uh, of sea elevation. Yeah. So there would be some sort of wooden uh, coffer dam out there for this to happen? Yeah, the principle of, uh, of the... Um, they call it an abrateau, uh, it's, and then they want to cultivate, so they have to get rid of the, of the uh, salt. So right. the, pr- the principle was to surround the marsh with a high dike 
against the sea, which would channel the water and bring it to an ev evacuation duct, which is provided with a valve. A door sits on a pivot, closing automatically at high tide and would open at low tide. It would allowing the passage flow of fresh water towards the sea while preventing flooding by the sea water. And this is all in 1557, you're saying? Yes, yes. And once the marsh was dammed, it, would, it was partially washed out of its content in salt by the rain. Right. So uh, there's something uh, I I got here, and it would help uh, put a number a year on what uh, it's, it's something I found in a history book. Yep. It says here the first description of the Acadian marshes in the Bay of Fundy was given to the Rouenet merchant Etienne Bellinger in 1583, a fisherman who had become an explorer. So he's, he's describing those um, aboiteaux or marshes that were used to cultivate the land. Arc and Arcadia. he described that in 1583. Right. So that would mean that these were built much before that, or a right. couple of years or 10 years before. Arcadian marshes, 1583. Yeah. And they were called clear of water. And, the, and if you go to... Uh, La Rochelle, La Porte, and Point Two, it's called. This is where you get the salt. They have all this technology and this knowledge so, of uh, taking land from the sea to uh, grow things. So the stone paveway on top of the swamp, the stone, yeah. the stone paveway that's seventy feet by twenty feet on the lower east southeast side of the swamp. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's got sticks, why would they put all kinds of cribbing to hold the sticks up under the mud? What's who cares if it falls into the mud if it was a uh, marsh? You know what I mean? Why would they put cribbing underneath all these stones so they wouldn't sink in the mud? What's the difference? Ooh, that's something I you'd have to say that again because I'm not aware of the stick. I may have missed uh, a show or so. Right. Under what, can you un tell me again? Get on under the stone paveways. There's two yeah. there's two stone paveways in the swamp. Okay. Under all the rocks is all kinds of stick right. all kinds of sticks and cribbing to hold up the rocks so it wouldn't sink into the mud on both of them. Obviously we're gonna get some dates on that wood, but why would the Arcadian marshes want to hold up rocks in a in a marsh with sticks? Wouldn't they just throw the rocks in there? Yeah, well, uh, if, if if the rocks kind of disappear into the mud, it defeats uh, the purpose. But in 15... It, it would be like a raft. Yeah, but in 1557, the sea level yeah. was down six feet. Yes, yeah, but it, it could be the bottom of the marsh. Uh, a marsh, you could have 15 feet of, uh, you know, loose or weak or i don't know what to call it uh, soil yeah, yeah muck they call it here. this muck. is very uh fertile land so you if you the more you got the better it is you would grow things uh five times more than you would uh, if you tore down trees or cut down trees and trying to bring a forest to uh grow anything uh, what do you think they were growing there do you have any idea or no 
Well, uh, I, all I can think is uh, they grow whatever is needed for them to uh, to eat well. And I, as I can, um, I've read uh, the Acadians were very healthy, and they uh, became uh, ten thousand a population, the ten to twelve thousand. It didn't take very long, so the, the infants weren't dying; they were well fed, so they must have grown everything they needed. And plus, they were doing the fishing and so on. Right, fishing, and they got. Uh, they were friends with the Micmac, so they had the knowledge, they had the friendship, they had the. Uh, togetherness to uh to build big things the micmacs that's a big that's a big thing with me with oak island also in the beginning like you're saying in the yeah. 1500s there were native to the land i mean you go and ask them for not help but for support and how to uh, function but how do we find any traces of this except you know they well, found, they found the nolan cross i mean to look for things if they built something out of wood we wouldn't see it because it all rotted away. There was no foundation to these. If they built a cathedral in 1557 on the, on the Island or, yeah. any, or any kind yeah. of, or any kind of history of a cathedral. Uh, on, yes. On yes. I know. I know what you're saying, but it's a hidden approach to uh, maybe they put the stone there. And if you're a Freemason or anyone that is a builder of some big uh, cathedral, uh, Oak Island, you you've got the uh, plan, and you can take that plan just about anywhere on on the in America. Right. So you're saying that it would. It be doesn't a- really have to be there, but uh, if you got a religious person uh, with you or something, and you ask the man to uh, put the stones in those places, and uh, you say that's uh, that's the library. Right. So you're saying Oak Island was made for a place of worship not a place of treasure. But that's it, yeah. Bot- bottom bottom line it was like a whole it was going to be a holy place. Yes, for, for people to come from the new world, they come to Oak yes. Island and then branch out to wherever they want to go if there were templars or uh, all the that's people, right. all the Portuguese and all the rest of the people that Captain Cook brought over. Yeah, yeah. And it's like putting a flag on a on a on a property and you say you own it. Mm-hmm. It's very discreet, but it's uh, for the ones that know secret. It's really important, and they have plans, and they don't want anybody else to know. Unbelievable. So that could be a way that uh, you know. It's hard to think the way they were. They, they, they fled from Europe, you know, and they had to hide. And they, they some pretended to be Catholic when they were Protestant, and so on and so forth, because uh, they were persecuted. Right, they were hunted down. Yeah, they were hunted down. You got to hide. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you're always looking behind you, and uh, so that's why the secrecy and the, the hidden uh, messages. And that's why uh, I'm always Mary looking- Magdalene wasn't wasn't a good thing to have on a cross uh, right. at one point, and it in the 1500s. Right, and that's what I was. But uh, the patron saints, if you're a Templar or a Freemason, uh, that's who you want there. Celebrate uh, Mary Magdalene is uh, July twenty second. I believe is uh, the celebration. And you know what I? And Baptist is there all over. It's July twenty four, or not July, June twenty four in Quebec. You know, it's a national day. It's a real big party. But you know what else I'm thinking now? My brain's working overtime, Gaten. You got me brain. My brain's yeah, working yeah. overtime. Is 
could Oak Island not only have had a cathedral on it, but could yes. it, but could it have been a place to have a burial tomb on the island? It wasn't it wasn't treasure, but a place to bur- yeah. to bury special mm-hmm. people. To uh, I don't know where I'm going with this, but uh, no, no, I hear you. This Go is on, ju- yeah. This is just coming off the off my brains. Yeah. The my members know me. When everything comes to my brain, I just spit it out. So, could the place <laughs> have been, you know, not only for a cathedral, but a place that entomb important people to come to be buried there? Yeah, I what I I see I, I call the Saint John's Stone, which is the one at four hundred ninety five uh, ninety at uh, four hundred twenty nine feet. That stone, I believe, uh, would be buried in in, in the uh, cathedral. That's the one that um, falls right on the threshold of the cathedral. Again, we're into the symbolic approach. Right. And in in Europe. Uh, a lot of kings were buried in in the cathedral, so they may have had plans to do so. But I don't think uh, they would. Um, they, there's anything there buried. But uh, we had uh, on the show Erin uh, um, Helton, and she does maps yeah. for a living in cross sections and everything. And when she got all the cross sections on these boulders with drill holes in them and point boulders yeah. and everything else. She said there was a vault under Cone E, which is the bottom last stone of the cross. Mm-hmm. But yeah. she she has to have new computations because the first computation they gave and they dug, uh, nothing was there. So now they have to realign her computations. But she did okay. she, her computations right off the beam was there's a treasure vault or, you know, burial vault or whatever heck you want to call it, uh, Gaetan. Yeah. That it was under okay. under Cone E, which is the bottom yeah. boulder of Nolan's Cross. What do you say to that? Okay. Well, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take a chance here. And it's in my book. I've written it. Is when you have a cathedral, you're going to build one. The site that you're going to pick is, is going to have to be a sacred site. So I, I've, I've done, I'm a geobiologist, meaning science of the living earth. What you do is, a, is you, you find the earth's energy. And in doing so, you place the stones in specific places, something like Stonehenge. Yeah, okay. And it changes the... Um, uh, the environment it changes the feeling that you get when you walk around the land or you're in a cathedral. What you're doing is what's uh, they're called dragons and uh, so on. The energy coming out of the ground that's not that's not what you want. So you got to move those away. So those stones were placed on the energy grid in a specific place, which moves the earth's energy away and makes room for this, the um, heaven. So you're bringing heaven to earth. Gotcha. And I, I, my two last chapters, that's what I say, I describe. I've been doing this for over 20 years. And I have, um, I go in people's home and uh, they call me and um, I check their house for, to make sure they're healthy. Some people aren't. I've been helping a lot of people uh, getting better. And I have instruments that um, 
measures electromagnetic field, artificial electromagnetic field. I have a hard time saying this. Yeah, I used to. But uh, this you... is why I think the stones are there. They're there to stay and to make this cathedral a um, house of God. Right. Uh... And when you go into this cathedral, you're going to feel, um, let's say, heightened. Yep. And you're, you're going to feel closer to, to uh, uh, God. I got to say it that way. They, all the cathedral, way, way back, that's what they were doing before building. And they took the ancient sites. That's where they built the cathedral. It's not so much the religious people that knew about it. It's way before that. It's the location, location, location. Yeah, location. You, you understand? You, yeah, you hear right? What? Uh, so again, that's a difficult um, thing to explain. But I have many experience. I have on my website. You go on geobiology, and I explain this uh, energy uh, that it has an influence on who we are. Right. You want to give? Electric. You want to give? That? You want to give the members your website here? Tell them your website. Yes, uh, it's uh, GaetanBergeron.com. You do that. It's it's the same. My book's on there, too. Okay. So I don't know if I spell it or Gaetan. Do you have it written somewhere to show, or I'll spell it? Just spell it out first. Okay. Uh, GaetanBergeron.com. It's G-A-E-T-A-N-B-E-R-G-E-R. Yep. O-N.com. So that's pretty simple. Your name.com and you can find out all this My information. Name.com. Yeah. Yeah. And this will explain. And again, that's something I, I, I made sound visible in nature and I created lightning without clouds. It snapped the tree in half. I use acupuncture of the land. I use tones and I, I change um, an environment. I change its vibration. All right. What about when they put the holes in stones and they put the markings on stones and like on the Nolan's cross, there's a face in the center of the stone. When they start marking the mm -hmm. stones, not just a regular 10 ton stone with nothing on it. It's like the face stones, yeah. the face stones in the middle. Well, if I got a face, yes, yeah. if I got a face stone that's in the middle of the cross, that'll be the first yeah. stone that I would say there would be a tomb underneath there or some kind of cavity underneath there. But you're saying all these stones are for yes. are for research and a reference point to make a cathedral yes. somewhere on the island from, exactly. from those stones. And then what my I would like very much, and if we were to take my plans and my layout, and you would survey all of it, it would be a hell of a nice thing to see. And, I, and at the same time, I would douse the place and find all the energy of the earth and we could have a special site. It's a sacred site. And I got to tell you, with all the digging that went on and the changes, uh, the site needs um, healing. Right. But um, the surveyor from Oak Island, Steve Guplin, is a friend of mine. Yeah. And he's always, we're always messaging every day. And he's been on the show with Dr. Spooner, who does the soil. Yeah. Um, you Do you have something you can send me? on these dimensions from the cross to find some site that I can send Stephen, um, you know, privately, if you can send me that information and I can really, well, I could send you my book. It's all in there. Oh, it's all, all the, all the drawings, 
all the drawings and all the dimensions are in the book. Everything's in there, yes. Oh, okay. Not a smaller scale, but it's there. And you could uh, survey the whole thing or see if you could fit that. Uh, the cathedral, I'm telling you, it fits right in. It's it's so awesome. But uh, now when you say cathedral, you're saying an actual wooden church, are you not? Well, I guess it would have to be. I know what you're saying. I I didn't uh, go to, if I was to go back, I would look for a quarry. I would look for all is needed to build a cathedral in around the area. And that's, you know, there were miners. There were things. Uh, there's stones you could care, uh, bring from other places. I, I, that I, I didn't get to go to. I only went there twice to uh, Halifax. Right, Tammy. Will, and I was at Oak Island. I, Tammy, not on the island. I couldn't get, but I rented a, a captain and a boat and went around it. But uh, Tammy Williams says, well, I guess Amazon's going to be sold out of this book soon. What? <laughs> Sorry? I, Cynthia, who, what? Cynthia says, how do you order this book? Is it listing Canada, not United States? It's Canada, and I'm on uh, Amazon, and you can get it on my website. Then, right, uh, Cynthia. PayPal. Cynthia, you go with his name.com, and you can get his book from that website his name.com i got it right there and just start ordering but uh yeah and you can get it in ebook also on amazon ebook on amazon beautiful and paper and paper ebook is the audio right yes yes it is yeah. the, how do you see the charts on audio I, I I really don't know. I got I put that on uh, on Amazon and uh, it's 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 not me that did that. I'm not uh, knowledgeable and uh, I get someone to do that for me. I hear you. I hear you. Well, guys, let's get some questions going. You got any questions for Kate the Gate? You want to get a glass of water or something? This is unbelievable. I I'm I'm blown away over here. <laughs> Well, I, I've been wanting to spread the, the, this um, approach or knowledge that I've come across to uh, Oak Island fans for sure. Yep, and uh, that's why you posted that 1929 photo of the island completely decimated. That's even before Dunfield bulldozed it all over. And uh, mm -hmm. it, yeah. it seems so barren in 1929. Yeah, it's all farmland. And then near the money pit, supposedly, there's nothing there. I mean, nothing. No trees. No nothing. No, no, no. Oh, Tammy says... Something you mentioned uh, that comes to mind. Something you mentioned about uh, the swamp. Yeah, the swamp. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, to find out what, what's in there, uh, it's called a paleontologue. It's, um, there are people that could um, study everything that was in the swamp, like uh, vegetation, uh, everything that was done way, way back. It's, it's a new thing. I yeah. don't know if Oak Island crew had that done or these people over, but yeah. they could tell you Dr. the years and everything. Gatan, Dr. Spooner, yeah. for two years, that's what he's doing. Dr. Spooner says it was a man-made swamp in the year 1220. Oh, okay. There you go. 
Dr. Spooner says man-made 1220. Something happened yeah. there of great uh, significance in 1680. But he did point mm-hmm. it out that the it's man-made and it dated back to 1220. The name is Dr. Spooner. That's quite, that's, uh, that's uh, that one. I don't know who would have been there to do that. That's quite impressive. That's I can think of fishermen, uh, Norman and Basque people that they were already looking for a place to stay. I don't know. Okay. Cynthia says on your website, it's not listing USA, only Canada. Are you sure, Cynthia? But you can order, you can order from there and I'll send it to the U.S. They will charge me $55 for shipping, shipping. Tammy, what do you mean? No, it's $5. $5 for shipping, Tammy, from Canada. Yeah. I'll help you guys out. I mean, I just met this. Uh, yeah, just, it, it, here, uh, John. If something's not you, you would be the first uh, uh, people from the states to buy a book from me. So, if there's ever a snag or something, just give me a call and we'll sort it out. Right. So try his name on Amazon. Yes, I checked as well. Tammy says, "Tammy, I'm buying." Yeah. Tammy Williams was my moderator. I am buying it on ebook. Okay. From Amazon, okay. John, not his site. Okay. So maybe there's a different payment system from Amazon than your site, you know, your name.com. My like, site is pay is PayPal. Okay, guys, there you go. He's got PayPal. What's so hard about that? You know what I mean? And, and sh- then there's another way, which is um I CRB Gaetan Bergeron at gmail.com, and that's uh through Interact or whatever, there's another way that you can buy it. Well, you got your email going, right? At your name.com, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so people can email you. Tell them you're from Quest of Oak Island, JS, so that you know it's from my group. You know what I mean? Okay. And Tammy says, yes, a different payment than Amazon. Okay. But he's saying, Tammy and crew out there, he, he takes PayPal from the USA to Quebec or Canada, right? Canada, right? Yeah. We'll take PayPal. And shipping, he says, is $5, right? Yes. When I send my books, uh, like uh, I get an order, Yep. I, I pay $5, to, or I was told to pay $5 to the States. Here in Canada, it, it's costing me $3 when I send my book to someone that orders it. That seems awful cheap because sometimes when I send a mug, but that's a pound, it costs me $30 just for shipping and duty fees to mail something from the USA. Yeah, I, I check with I check with the mail, I mean with the Canada Post, and it's $11 to uh, Europe. Can you spell it? Faye, I got it right on my site. You see it? You're watching live. You see I got the scroll? G-A-E-T-A-N-B-E-R-G-E-R-O-N.com. Yeah, I got it scrolling right in front of me uh, on the bottom of the page where I'm showing his book, Mystery Solved, Oak Island. His name's on the bottom. And then my scrolling showing his name again, but just add .com. It's at the top of the screen. It's on the bottom of the screen. You're welcome, Faye. So I guess we got people buying your book because I, I love it. I love it. All this, hey, this information. Is nice. This is uh, really exciting for sure. So uh, then Michael says, paperback unavailable. What? But Kindle available. 
You mean on, on Amazon? Let me check with Michael Huron. Michael, tell me what's going on. Got to make sure everybody knows what it's doing. Yeah, I, I'm going to fix things at my end if it's not working. Right. So make sure everything's working on your end, that books are available where you're saying. Make sure uh, yeah. uh, the payment is uh, correct because now this is when people will be looking for you now, not 10 hours from now, now, you know what I mean? Yeah, but what uh, can you not get through right now? I mean, what you're doing? I'm asking them now in the members. I'm not searching. It's Oh, the, I thought you had someone looking uh, just now. Yeah, Michael says paperback unavailable, but Kindle available in the UK. And he says, yeah, on Amazon. Amazon's telling my people paperback unavailable, but Kindle available only in the UK. So that's what you got right now at this moment, Gaetan. Okay, so I'm going to have to... To yep. get this sorted out, you got I'll get it. on this tomorrow. Yep, and then, and, but through my website, if it's not Amazon, you can and PayPal, you can do that too. That works, right, Michael? Uh, on his name.com, he does take PayPal there. I don't know if it's only five dollars to ship his book. I never heard of something so cheap to mail a book for five dollars coming to the USA, but I have no idea. I, well, I just go with what I was told with uh post canada post but uh let's see here let me scroll down all right you guys got any more questions here and then we'll button it up we'll let them go and then um give us updates on my group in chat you know what i mean go to quest of oak island.com uh gaitan and just give us updates on like uh Okay, the payments. Okay, are, I will. Okay, the payments is okay. We got paper book back books uh, uh, ready, and then I don't promote after that. We'll go a little farther with you by making sure the shipping and the books are available, and that's all. Yeah. The, then that's all the promotion I'll do, and uh, then we'll. No, just... that's I uh, totally appreciate it. I really enjoyed uh, you and I this evening uh, sharing information. Yep, Beth, uh, And Beth, are you telling me it, it's not working on uh, on my website? No. Beth Green just went to your website. I went to his website and the book is there for $20. Yes. Now yes. That, that's $20 Canadian, right? Yes, it is. So that would be like what? $14 USA. Something like that. So if you can order from my site for now, I will take care of the Amazon uh, tomorrow. Right. Go to his website, guys, right now and order it up. It's $20 Canadian, which is about 14 peppers or USA and whatever the postage is. And then Ray D says, Gaetan, you ever come across the number of 417 in your research? Oops. Uh, wait a sec. Uh, I have 415. Four one five. Yeah, I have that. That's a square in the uh, Baptist circle, and that gave me Judas. I don't have four one seven. No. Um, I got to ask you this: How many people are asking, going crazy? How many books do you have available as of right now? Uh, I have a thousand in English and five hundred in French. Uh, what was that again? A thousand in English. A thousand in Persian? English version okay 
and I have 500 in um, in French, a French version. Okay, you heard that, guys? He's got a thousand books, a USA version, and he's got 500. Oh, oh. Huh? Well, when you say USA in English, and one and five hundred is French. Right, one one thousand books in English, and five hundred yeah. uh, books in French for the French people out there. We have everybody around the world in here, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Gaetan, all over the world. They come and see me. I don't know why. They awesome, want, really good. They yeah. want they want to hear me mumbling, I guess. But uh, and today for the pre-show, so uh, Tammy says I got it, John. It's on his website. Finally, Cynthia, so help, she out, got yeah, help out Cynthia. I do not know how to order the book. Go to his website and follow the instructions, I guess. Type everything in, yeah. your, your address and and all that rest of the stuff. And he'll get back to us within a day or two on what's going on because the first few, few days. So can I call you and uh, just let you know what I was able to do? Or how do you want to do this? Uh, or just your website, I'll, I'll, I'll text you. Um. Send me a personal message like we have been through the personal message. Okay. Okay. Let me see what this says. And Tammy says, ask him if I could email him. Yes, yes. Yeah, Tammy. Uh, his email. And you give me your, and then we'll work We'll work it out. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll talk to you privately on uh, what's going on. Okay. And people, if people want to talk to you with the email, um, yes, just go to your site, right? Your name.com. Is yeah, your... definitely. And any questions and you want my book, we can work something out. Uh, if it's not working the other way, I have transfer interact by email and uh, I have another, uh, say it's CRB. GetanBergeron.gmail.com. That's another way of change uh, right. payment. All right, guys, everybody's going crazy here. Everybody's trying to order Gaetan. People, two books, one book, two books, three books. Oni, <laughs> Oni has ordering for Canada. It says it will only ship to Canada, not USA. I'm trying to order two books. It says it does not have a USA option. Oh, boy. Why would that be, you think? I have like, no, I'm new at this. I have no idea. You're going to have to straighten that all out and let us know. I will. I will. You're talking about Amazon? I think they're going to your website, yourname.com. I'm trying to order two okay, books. That, it doesn't have a USA option. It says it will okay. only ship to Canada, not USA. Only has ordering okay. for Canada. So that's you got to get straightened out. So I got to straighten out here. This is a good thing I'm finding out today right. or tonight. So, right. So you, you got 20 minutes to straighten that out so these people can buy their books. <laughs> <laughs> no rush, eh? Right. It's on his website. <laughs> yeah. This is all information. <laughs> That they're telling me that's on your website. Okay. Your name. Uh, thanks so much com. for putting me up to date here on uh, okay. this uh, misfortune. Right. No problem. I'll, like, I'll uh, PM you and we'll get things straightened out from there. You let my group, yeah. you let my group know when everything's straightened out. We'll let them know. Yeah. And I thank you so much for coming on. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. And gotta yeah. have, gotta have you on again when everybody has your book with more questions. You know what I mean? Okay, anytime you have four questions, I'm open to uh, to it all. And thanks so much again, uh, John. No problem. I thank you for coming on this uh, pre-show for the Quest of Oak Island that's going to be coming on at 9 p.m. And I thank you so mm-hmm. much, uh, 
Gaetan. I'm going to hang up now and have a good night, and okay. I'll keep in touch with you. Take care. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Well, guys, what'd you think of that show? Oh, my lordy, lordy, forty. Oh, my God, I'm wiped out. Oh, my God, something new. This is what I like. This is what the group's about also. Just getting somebody online, have different opinions, have different theories. Let's go. I love it. I love it. I love it. I just love it. A lot to uh, digest. You know, you got to watch my show maybe five times to figure out what's going on. But I thought it was a great, great show tonight. I want to thank everybody for coming in. Let's see what that uh, wax stamp, whatever it is for tonight. Um, I thank you so much. Uh, Judy, you'll be on with a synopsis uh, this Saturday at 7 o'clock. We'll see you Saturday night. And we're trying to put together a uh, quest quiz question trivia night. So we're still working on that. Uh, I thank you so much, everybody on the YouTube side. Don't forget, guys, look on the YouTube paid membership side. I got a lot to give on that. Uh, merchandise, uh, pre-photos uh, before I go public. A lot of good stuff on there. And I thank you so much. And yet, don't forget, always go forward. You may get a setback. But what, guys? Always go forward. Believe in your dreams. No matter how old you get, you're never too old. And be safe. Be mentally strong in these crazy times. Everybody's getting vaccinated. We'll get back to normal sooner than later. I want to thank all my members. I want to thank my Quest members. I want to thank my uh, Facebook members and YouTube members. I want to thank so much of Judy and Tammy and Michelle and Renee Tuttle that are helping me out as we grow. I thank you so much. We'll see you Saturday night at 7 with Judy with her synopsis of the show tonight. Enjoy the show tonight. Gaetan will keep us informed when he straightens out all that mess about selling the books. And let me know. Thank you. It was a great night. And good night. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.